Lunch. Lunch. I can't hear anything. Is that normal? This one, this actual, this episode of the Tyler and Neil Explain Everything podcast will be called Nap. <laughs> what are they explaining? How are you? Know. How are you on your headphones? You good? Oh, so good. Apparently, you have to turn these on. Oh, I like Beats by Dre uh, because I feel cool, but also don't like them because I have to charge them. Hey, thank you by the way for our sponsorship this month. Not boys the boys' headphones. Not the week. <laughs> <laughs> boys. Hey, Jens. Gen Z. Guess what we're talking about today? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Hi, my name is Tyler. Welcome to the B98.5. <laughs> <laughs> my co-host on this magic carpet ride is... We've been trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty program. So hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us for the Tyler and Neil Explain Everything Don't podcast. run from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What's that from? Yeah, I don't know. TikTok. I don't know. Okay. Hey, well, it all starts on TikTok. Seriously, we are. We are uh, really glad you guys are here. We are going to explain something. We will tell you why it is important to you and everything that you need to know and everything that we know about it. Also, we're going to do a little segment called 3v3, and then we're going to finish up with Will It Rock? Will It Rock? Join the Rock Johnson. Eyebrow. Ding, ding. A fanny pack. Okay. We still so, don't tell them what it is. What are we talking about today? You know what we're talking about? Before we get into that, <laughs> we're going to give you a hint about what we're talking about by having another three wing two do our intro. Oh. That's right. Joseph Tilly, take us there. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Tyler and Neil Explain Everything podcast. Now officially your fourth favorite podcast. Hit the subscribe button and make sure you go to patreon.com slash explain everything to get exclusive episodes. Looks like we made it. We said we. Immediately thought of a crow. The crow uh, with uh, Jason Lee. Is it Jason yeah. Lee? No, yeah. that's not Jason. Jason Lee's Bra- from Dogma. Brandon. Brandon Lee. Mm-hmm. Bruce Lee's son. Yep. Not as good of a fighter. Well. Especially when he gets shot. Uh, the thing. Oh, gosh. Remember, the, it was the first scene for The Crow. He got shot. Well, it wasn't the first scene, but it was a scene. That's what I said. A scene. It was his last scene. Oh, gosh. Well, Neil, why you got to bring the mood down? Hey, guys, we're talking about Enneagrams today. <laughs> and I am thrilled that you are here. We so are going hype. to learn something today. We're going to learn something today. We're going to talk about Enneagrams. What is the Enneagram? Why does it matter? How is it important to you? Hey, white women, we're talking about Enneagrams today. We're talking about Enneagrams. Get your Facebook <laughs> post ready and get those graphics that are not that great. Oh my gosh. Ready to post. Talking about me as an eight. Be strong. Okay, <laughs> so here we go. We're talking about the nine interconnected personality tribes. Tropes. They're nine. Tribes. There's nine of them. Tropes. There's nine different Nine interconnected personality types. This is everything you need to know. It's originally called the Enneagram of Personality Types. The Enneagram is the symbol, looks like a, like a star kind of situation, and it's got a linking of nine personality types, and it is supposed to be, it's it's like a mix between like- Voodoo. Voodoo that you do, and doo-doo and that hoodoo. Tra- and Trader Joe's. And Trader Joe's. It's like voodoo and Trader Joe's. No, it's similar. It's, 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 what, it's like, mm, Tyler, words. If you're looking at a scale of 
Like on one side of the scale, you have like what your what do they call the not disc, but what's the one with the IMGT or TJIR? Myers Briggs. Myers Briggs is on it. one end. Yep. And then you've got like horoscopes on the other. Yeah. This is a hard middle. And I actually, honestly, I'm, I say that like I'm derogatory. I like the Enneagram. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just that's that's kind of what's joked around about it because there are people who are like, oh my gosh, that's witchcraft. That's that's straight yeah. up voodoo. No. How could you? How could? Yeah. You're. This is not some restaurant in Bourbon Street. This is <laughs> as valid as the next guy. So what we want to talk about is where did it come from? How long has it been around? You know what? There's the origins are not nailed down. There's people that'll say, look, this was originated from this or that. Some people think it originated through like Christianity. Um, some people think it. Yeah, for real, for real. Somebody for real? Said, somebody, somebody said that once. Ian Morgan Cash. I thought it was um, Tony Sashery is the guy who came Tony Sashery, yes. He was in the Rat Pack. <laughs> <laughs> he did the, the, the Creole. Um, it started in the 1900s as a model for the human psyche. I read that on Wikipedia, so it has to be true. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's why. If I'm being real, Neil, this is real, being real, Neil, that's what they called you. Oh, grade. my, yeah. Um, whenever I talk about Enneagrams, like, why should I even care about it? Why should I ever look into it? Why should I know what it is? It is a great way to understand what drives you, um, what, where you are healthy, where you're unhealthy. I think it is a fantastic indicator for you and also how to lead people. And, you know, honestly, even I've used it in my marriage. Amanda and I, we had a marriage podcast. We did even less episodes than we've done. Um, <laughs> and uh, we did one on Enneagrams and we talk about how it has helped. Honestly, I mean, it's not like we, we were in the brink of starvation in our yeah, marriage, yeah. but it just helps. Like it does she help. understands what frustrates me. I understand what frustrates her. And we understand kind of like, oh, like what used to be like foreign, like why in the world would you do that? Yeah. It's like, oh, you did that because this is your thought process when you're doing stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, so self-awareness, understanding yourself, but then also how you work with and interact with other people. What sets you off? What helps you to work with well with somebody else? I actually, so if you're talking about like even personal values, self-awareness is extremely high. So me. high. So high right We now. fly high. No Even lie. insulin ain't going to bring you back down. That's right. If you don't understand what that means, you can go back uh, to one of our previous episodes. Explain to Dubby. Explain to What if our show is only, this is a flashback <laughs> episode. Do you remember when we first met? Mm -hmm. Yep. That means we gave up on this episode. That means we're saving money. So there are nine different Enneagrams. Uh, odds are you are one of them. Can they be one of these plus a wing? Yes. Okay. Right, so let's explain that. We're going to read through all nine Enneagrams, but I want, before you do that, I want to talk about what wings are. Wings are like, and I didn't understand this when somebody first told me, I was like, well, I'm kind of a three, but I also got some like, you know, eight qualities. So I'm a three wing eight. They're like, you can't be a wing. Can't do that. That is not connected. So what nice a wing track. is means that like, I am, um, you know, I'm a four, but my three is really close to my four. Therefore that's your wing. Right. Okay. Right. So, but they can only be a wing if it's like connected. So like think of birds. If your main number is the middle of the bird, the torso of the birdie, um, <laughs> the wings are connected to it. So it has yeah. to be next to it. So that's what we got. And you can be, you're going to be like, well, I'm that, I'm a one, but I'm also a six. No. Guess what? You can, you said no. Yes, no, you can. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed. You have to pick one and that's who you are. That's you with your car. Hey, Tammy. All right. So um, I, I just love the name Tammy. I use that whenever I do professional development. Uh -huh. So I'm going to read through them and talk a little bit about them and what they are. So they're one through nine. And number one, that is, it's called the perfectionist. It's called the reformer. It is the, I'm going to give you like the little, little rundown. It's a rational, idealistic type. They're very principled. They're very purposed. They're very self-controlled. They are perfectionists. They yeah. need, this is the person we're like, hey, can we meet? 
um, can we meet soon? They're like, yes, give me three weeks, and then I'll have two times in my yeah. calendar yeah. before we meet to prep for it. Give me this, this, and this. I'm going to come into this with a plan and study it up. Yep. That is a one. Yeah. When you're gonna, if you want to throw us a, a, a one off, um, mess with their calendar. Yes, that yes, we'll do it. Or just easily. call a meeting like that day, or change <laughs> plans that they've had on the calendar for this a while. This is not the plan that will yeah. that will mess them up. Number two, the helper. Number two is the helper. Aww. Yeah, I work in education, so a lot of teachers that I work with are helpers. They're they're teachers. Oh wow, that makes so, sense. Yeah, it does. It does. That's their teacher. Because you said it. They're caring, interpersonal, um, demonstrative, generous, people pleasers, and 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 they're worse. They can be possessive. Now there are positives and negatives. You think of like if we say that you're caring, that's a, that's good. It's positive. We have yeah. positive feelings. If we're say we're a people pleaser or you're possessive, Ooh. that's negative. So there's healthy ends of the spectrum and unhealthy ends of the spectrum. My right. mom, she's she's a helper, they're like to her core. Like oh. she feels the most like drive and purpose whenever she is like a, helping someone who needs her help. Like that's her. That fulfills her. That is. That's like, okay. if somebody's like, I don't have enough money for a prom dress. She could be some <laughs> random kid at the school. And she's, she's a teacher, by the way. What do you know? And she, wow. she'll go, I'll buy you a prom dress, lady. Don't worry about it. You know, that's wow. the kind of stuff she does. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We don't talk to her anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's great. I love my mom. <laughs> she's great. Okay. So a three, this is what's called. The achiever. Hmm. So we've got number one is perfectionist. Two is the helper. Three is the achiever. They're very success-oriented, pragmatic types, adaptive, excel-driven, hardworking, <laughs> diligent working. No, I'm just kidding. That's true. Quite true. <laughs> um, and they can be image conscious. It can be about them, you know, very self-conscious uh, about stuff like that, their image, how they're perceived. Ugh, threes are the worst. But threes, also, threes are awful. If we're taking Awfully a vote, great. We're, what are you? You're a three. I'm, I'm a three. I'm yeah. a three wing two. So the, the way these categorize is number one, two, and three are all, they're all connected. So those three work, um, they're, they're kind of like in the same, they're, it's like the same sport. They're, they're, uh, so you could Synergy. be, you could be like, uh, a two with a, a one wing or a three wing, but you're not going to be a two, whatever. So those, those three go together. Think of those in categories that reformer, helper, and achiever. And then the next three also go together um, as well. That's so hot, man, the way you explain that. That's great. Uh, just so we're clear up front, so you're not like, well, what did they lie? We are both three-wing twos. And so is Joseph Tilly, who did our intro music. Hey. Back to Joseph, hit it again. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> intro, outro only, Tyler. Um, so we're both three-wing twos. Um, number four, that is the individualist. Also can be called the artist. Um, they're sensitive, yeah. withdrawn, um, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed uh, at times, and temperamental. Uh, a lot of times... If you like do research on this, they'll say, well, there's less people. What's the like rarest of all the Enneagrams? What is the Where's Waldo of Enneagrams? <laughs> That's how people talk when they ask questions on the internet. Ask Jeeves. Um, wow, wow, wow. Sorry. Go for it. Law just happened. Um, the artists, the individuals, four, uh, they say that that is the rarest of them, but also they're introverts and they're not going to be like, hey, here's my Enneagram. They'll right. just like take the test and then disappear into the shadows. They're, they're more rare because no one will talk about it. Exactly. You have to go find out. Eggs, eggs over easy. Okay, so we got a number five. Um, that is the investigator. Um, they're pretty intense. They uh, cerebral types, if you will, perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. So they've got, yep. if yep. you'll notice, this is kind of following a pattern, like it's staying close in similarity as it rolls up. Yep. Um, you know, achievers like to, oh, we like to do stuff. Helpers like to do stuff for others. Like, and then it starts rolling into fours and fives. It's more like, I like to kind of be withdrawn. I like to, I'm more of an introvert. I like to kind of stay to myself. So, yes. Yeah, yes. No, yes. I was going to say, you're, you're right. These, these are all kind of like a, a theme. They follow a little bit of a pattern. Yes. And six, 
Six is called the loyalist. Um, they're committed, security-oriented types, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Those are like, again, positive and negative ends of the spectrum. Yeah. There are a lot of sixes out there. There's a lot of people um, that you know like the safety and security. They keep the same job as long as they can. They don't like to jump out. They don't like change. Right. Um, they like to be comfortable with what's going on. They like to know what to expect for you know this week, this month, this year. If this was a disc profile, this is your S personality yes. type, which, which is 69% of the population is in that S personality. But this one is where they do like safety and they think of what could potentially happen wrong. Like, and I want to have a backup plan for that. They also like to know ahead of time that there is a safe, steady plan of action that, the, that they're, they're not like spontaneous necessarily. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then next one, number seven, that is the enthusiast. This is your hype man, if you will, Ooh. or hype woman if you will. Um, they're busy, they're fun-loving, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. Again, positive negatives, I keep reminding, so it doesn't sound like super negative. Um, whenever you have somebody that's an enthusiast, that is, um, they're your MCs, they're your people who get everybody excited, they're yeah. running the games. If yeah. you're meeting at a group or you have an event, they're the ones that are like, everybody get up, we're gonna do an icebreaker! You yeah. know, they're everybody hype. take your shoes off and throw them up here in a pile. Oh, Not gosh, me. that's no. my worst nightmare. Nope, I don't like it. That is my, I was at a youth group one time, I was visiting a church, and mm. they were like, we're gonna take your shoes off and I'm gonna wash your feet. I'm like, no, you're not. No. I was eighth grade. I was like, pass, hard pass. We never come back here. Yep, don't do it. Yep. Uh, and that person grew up to be uh, <laughs> Martha Stewart. <laughs> um, next, number eight, that's the challenger. Challengers are this eight challenger. They are powerful, dominating, self-confident, decisive, but they can also be confrontational. Um, the eight gets a bad rap for being the main one. Oh man, they get that because they they, they know what they want, and honestly, they view conflict as 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 connection. Yeah. So whenever you get like, if you ever been in a fight with somebody, or you get an argument or disagreement, and you're like. They yell at each it. other. And then after it's over, they're like, actually, nothing's wrong. And it takes you like a week to want to talk to them again. Right. That's an eight, probably. They're and challengers. They, they don't, they do not see it as conflict. They, that's no. just, hey, we're just communicating. This is how I communicate. This is what uh, we do to connect with this you. This is my truth. This is my truth, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Sorry, I love that joke. Can we change the name of this podcast to My Truth? <laughs> my Truth. With Neil yep. and Tyler. My Truth Tyler, that's what they call him. My Truth Tyler. Wow. 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 It's better than My Tooth Tyler. <laughs> the rest finally grew in. <laughs> Took 25 years. Uh, nine, the last one, this one is called the Peacemaker. They're very easygoing, self-effacing, uh, receptive, reassuring, but agreeable. Also can be complacent. Um, this is a person, the nine takes on the personality of a lot of the other Enneagrams. It's soy. Yeah, it takes on the flavor of what's around it. Wow, so good. Yeah. I love that analogy. You, you like make soy? the best analogies. Oh, I like soy. <laughs> I like soy when you squeeze it and make milk. Mm -mm. Yep. Ew. Pour it in my ear. Wow. But don't, <laughs> don't wash my feet, though. Don't wash That's my gross. feet. Trash. So those are the nine. And then you could also be a, uh, a wing. So you can, you can have the characteristics of one of those, but then you also you have a little bit of the... the you, you can lean to one yeah. side of your number oh. or the other. Yeah. Sorry, I thought we were on-ramping. You went, and I want to get, <laughs> yeah. So with Enneagrams, um, they can be used to learn about yourself. You talked a lot about, our, you not a lot, you just mentioned it in one sentence, um, how uh, self-awareness is valuable to you. Yes. I think it's, it's one of the most underrated qualities in people. People that are self-aware are willing to recognize who they are, how they're coming off, and then they, they're receptive to getting better. And I think that is huge. Now, granted, 
us wanting to be self-aware falls in line with us being threes. Yeah. We want to, achievers. We want to be the best version of ourselves. Yeah. The only way to do that is to evaluate and look at yourself and uh, you know step out and be like, you know what? I'm kind of being a jerk. It's the only way to do it. It's the was, best way because uh, we somebody the other day was arguing about how that they're not argumentative. And I was like, mm, mm. self-awareness may not be that high here. Yeah. Right? I mean, literally legitimately arguing about it. No, I'm not, I'm not aggressive. I don't always come back with a whatever and, the, and, a, and a this. I was like, wow, okay. Wow. It's like uh, bragging about being humble. It's like that hum, kind of situation. Humble brag. Humble brag. That's not how it's said. So who are who are some examples of oh um, of of some of these like enneagram of, yeah, 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 yes. uh, numbers? Okay, so let's look at ones, famous ones. Uh, Al Gore is a one. That might be like one of the things. Whenever SNL, which we talk about, pitch, explain mm, everything. SNL. Yep. Some would say we talked about it twice. <laughs> Once we talk about it, <laughs> we talk about it as Saturday Night Live. And the other time we talk about it as SNL, two completely different things. Very different. We talk about one when it was on ABC and one was on NBC. Some nun, some nun lefties or whatever. Some we, nun what lefties. <laughs> so um, whenever you like Colin Powell, uh, is it Colin or Colin Powell? Colin is in your body. Colin Powell. I have a Colin Powell rookie card, just so you know. I believe it's actually pronounced Colin. Colin Powell. I have a Colin Powell rookie card. It's a, oh, it's a Desert Storm rookie card. Yeah, I don't like to brag about it, but... Wow. Yeah, man. I'm Does he know that that exists? I've texted him multiple times. <laughs> uh, 1-800-CALL-ME-COLON. <laughs> Maybe uh, they, they keep wanting to set up an appointment. Maybe it's the wrong Colin. It may be they want to see me in person and talk about it. Uh, so Meryl Streep, a uh, bunch of presidents, Harry Truman, um, almost presidents, Colin Powell. You've got, uh, who else? Uh, you got almost president Al Gore. A lot of almost presidents, apparently. Yeah, this is, there are a lot of politicians or people in public service yep. in this category. Absolutely. With the exception of- Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Hillary Clinton's in here. She was almost president. Confucius, he say. <laughs> <laughs> Had he better find Confucius, he say. He say. Say. Confucius say. All right, what about twos? Remember, twos are your helpers. Your these, helpers. These are like people pleasing, crowd pleasing. These are these are really good right hand man, right hand man, right hand uh, woman. Okay. And okay. if you need a prom dress, these are the people you yeah. want to go to to get one bought for you. <laughs> so on this list that we found, Jesus is on the list. Wow. You know, apparently if helper. you preach uh, serving others, you are viewed as a helper, which is great. Like I said, most Incredible. teachers are twos. He's basically call him a teacher. Courtney Cox, previously Courtney Cox Arquette, uh, if you will. Oh yeah. For a hot minute, uh, Courtney Cox is one. Um, you know, Melanie Griffith, Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston. How about that? Dolly Debbie. Parton. Yeah. Yoko okay. Ono. Uh, Yoko Mother ono. Teresa was oh a helper. Goodness. I can huh. see that. Go figure. You know what? I've seen some people say that she was an eight. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, this this survey we looked at, they say no. No, they, they say, say nay. Nope. She's a two. Nope. Okay. Uh, threes. Okay, so threes. <laughs> Are the best, obviously, because we are threes. <laughs> but threes are ones you're going to hear, like the ones where, like, almost president. And this person, like, this person, I mean, most of us have probably heard of Jesus. I'm saying it's pretty. Thank who, you. Is it me, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite TikTok. Is it me? Is it me? Me, me, me. I did that one time. I was teaching, uh, I was teaching a room of teachers some stuff. And I guess we started talking about TikTok or something. And I, I talked about that TikTok, and everybody in the room laughed when I, like, did the punchline except for one lady she oh. sat there and stared at she me she didn't like that she was not a fan mm. i don't know if it was of me or of jesus or, or, or judas maybe she's a judas fan <laughs> oh she's reading it's like the uh, they're rare it's like the uh the broadway play wicked it's like oh we're gonna see it from oh a judas. different point of view judas 
So there's a lot of, uh, of, a lot of big threes name threes. Of. Yeah, there's especially, yes. Uh, Muhammad Ali, Lance Armstrong, Michael Jordan, Carl Lewis. I'm only naming athletes. Uh, O.J. Simpson, he wasn't just an athlete. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sting, Oprah Winfrey, Tiger Woods. Schwarzenegger. Stallone, um, Burt Reynolds, Elvis, Demi oh. Moore, or Demi. Oprah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Rita! Tiger Woods. <laughs> Sorry. I worked too hard. I- so uh, the threes are going to be in the news a lot because they are constantly trying to one-up themselves and others. They're trying to win. Um, a lot of these people push themselves. They have a lot of internal drive to where they want to be out there. Oh, but- oh cool. Uh, a three. There's a three on here. Literally, Rob Lowe. Literally? Right there. Rob Lowe. Okay, so now we're talking fours. Fours. These are individuals. Famous fours. These are individuals, artists, things like that. Um, L- you never little, hear little them. Jork. Bjork. <laughs> you say Jork? Jorts. Jorts. Our boy, Nicoly Cage. Nicolai hey. Cage. Uh, Johnny Depp, a little, little trouble right now in the news. Michael Jackson. Sorry, what, did, what did Johnny Depp do? Oh, he's uh, he thinks he's actually getting blacklisted by um, James Spader. No, that's a, that was a joke about James blacklist. Uh, no, about by Hollywood, just for a lot of the, uh, the uh, inappropriate behavior he has uh, been a part of. Man, okay. Well, that I'm reminds not, me, Jewel is on the list. That reminds <laughs> good way to recover that Transition, one. Transition, Jewel. Yep. Uh, John Malkovich. Uh, Michelangelo was a four. How do they know? I know. Cowabunga, dude. We have is that no- the thing? Is that the one they're talking about? Is that that Michelangelo? He's absolutely the right I hope one. So. The turtle. Uh-huh. Gene Wilder, an Oscar Wilde. Natalie same Portman. Person. Natalie. I like Natalie Portman. I almost said it, and I didn't. What? I didn't. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Oh, he's great. Alan Rickman. He's He died. Yeah, um, he was Snape. Yes, he was. Gene Wilder, one of my favorites. I already said it, but yeah, it's fine. You can repeat me if you want to say it better. It was great. Say Oscar Wilde too, because I said them both. Oscar Gene Wilde was. is a four. Yep, that's right. wild. Okay. How about fives? How about fives? <laughs> Investigators. Uh, these are these are very very secretive, um, perceptive. They a little bit uh, intense. Okay. The well, we got Tim Burton and Daniel A. Lewis. I guess we could say it's weird, people. Yeah. Is that would, what the well? That's kind of what we're yeah. Got, Alfred Hitchcock, Stephen Hawking, Bob like, Bob De Niro. Bobby De Niro. I love in Hollywood when people are doing interviews and they talk about somebody that we all know as Robert De Niro, and they will they'll say, "Yeah, I was, I was with Bob Bob De Niro." It's I was like, like what? Stop bragging? Yeah. Gosh, don't show off. You go, oh, I know a palindrome. Like, get, get out of here, Mister. Um, Keanu Reeves, and then the actual character, not the actor, but the character Dexter, who murdered bad. Really? Guys. Yeah. He oh, the act. Oh, the character. Yeah. He's a five. Which he would investigate before he killed yeah, him. I would say uh, intense. Yeah. 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 Well, no, there was not a lot of camping in that show. Because no. <laughs> you said intense. Intense. He was in houses and condos most of the time. Okay. Okay. Let's look at sixes. Sixes, the safety security. Um, this would be George H.W. Bush. So I guess he didn't like it when 9-11 hit for multiple reasons. Yeah. But also it's like, that's a lot of change. Dave uh, Letterman. Dave Letterman. Larry David. Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, that's the thing. You think of sixes, they like the safety and security. Yeah. Ellen had her show for how many years? Uh, 20, 19. Uh, 19. H- Hitler. Uh, Hit- safety oh, and security. Gosh, why to bring well, the mood he's down? He's in here. Please don't say it. He must, who, he must, he, he who must, <laughs> him who speak. He who must him not who be named. Use words. Uh, Patrick Swayze. Oh, John Turturro. That's a fun name to say. Yeah, but also. Don, John Turturro just had a churro. Turturro. John Turturro just had a churro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass. All right, sevens. Uh, I usually try to be the last one to talk because I'm obnoxious, but pass, I won't do pass. it. Pass. Um, look at sevens. What's the seven again? Um, sevens enthusiast. are enthusiasts. So we got Leonardo Very DiCaprio. Very distractible. Scattered. 
scattered, scattered. Fun loving. They love the spotlight. This, this, if you're in a disc profile, is the I personality. Yes, Michael J. Fox, Whoopi Goldberg, Steve Jobs, Elton John. Uh, I would thought I would have thought Steve Jobs would have been an eight, but I guess he did like to wear those turtlenecks and go on stage. So Scorsese, Franklin Roosevelt, Britney Spears. She just got her uh, her um, uh, basically her estate back. Yeah, and she got her. sued by one of her employees. I saw that. It's not good. Steven Spielberg. A lot of directors. A lot of people you'll see on stage promoting stuff. Uh, yeah. These are these are sevens. They're enthusiastic about enthusiasm. Okay, eights. Here we go. You ready for some eights? Eights are challengers. Remember, uh, this would be the D on a yeah. on a, a disc profile. Yep. So this is Napoleon, Julius Caesar, uh, Sandra Bullock. Okay. Fidel Castro. A uh, lot of lot of world powers here. Uh, Winston Churchill. They they are always right. Everything is black and white. They are correct on everything. So you could see where they would rise to the top, or you know. Get murdered. Man, there are some um, tough people on here. Yeah, they don't play around. Eights don't Denzel mess around. Denzel is an eight. I did not know that. Russell Crowe, you got, uh, who else? Lyndon Johnson. A lot of the people that won the presidency up in this mug. Uh-huh. So they're eights. Napoleon just killed everybody else. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, John Wayne, Socrates. Uh, he's on here. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. My oldest son is a big- A-A-Ron's on here. A-A-Ron. Uh, my, uh, my oldest son, he's 11. He loves Frank Sinatra. He will really? play, he plays Frank Sinatra all the time. My daughter loves Frank Sinatra. Which one? Plays it all the time. Not which Frank Sinatra, which one? I was going to say, I don't think that there is more than one. Cassidy. Cassidy, okay. Yep. What's Cassidy on the Enneagram? Uh, she, we think that she might be a four. Okay. Dope. Um, it's the rarest of all. Oh my gosh. You get that graded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare. All right, nines, nines. peacemaker. Peacemakers. These these people will take on and assimilate the traits of the people they're in the room with. Uh, you got Jennifer Aniston. We got David Beckham. You know, a lot of people will bend it. Like bend him. it. Like Beckham. Yeah, that's what they'll do sometimes. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. That's not the same Johnny nope. Cage. Uh, you got Kevin Costner. William Defoe, which, by the way, has one of the best crazy eye gifts oh. in the game. A lot of people don't talk about that. He's a little scary to me. He's a lot of scary to everybody. Yeah. Hey, rumor has it, Green Goblin. Is it him, the new Spider-Man? Yeah, we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. No, we won't, because we we're talking about Spider-Verse. Well, oh, uh, well, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, but also Spider-verse. not. No. Oh, that's different. Yes. Oh, well. Thank you. Welcome. Far From Home and we will. We will talk about something else. Yeah, you're going to have to <laughs> tune in. Hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and send us all your money. Okay. <laughs> um, Renee Zellweger, classic nine. Wow. What was that movie she was in? Bridget Jones' Diary? Yeah, she was in. There were multiples. Have you seen even more than 30 seconds of Bridget Jones' Diary? I have not. I have not either. Yeah, but I hear great things. I've heard. Have you Otherwise. Se- <laughs> <laughs> Too long of a pause. So hot. I've heard. Kevin Spacey. Uh, see, think about it. Jerry Seinfeld. Um, I watched him do a stand-up routine one time, and the stand-up routine was great. The best part about it was Q&A at the end. The dude killed he just figured out the room faster than anybody else could have. And you realize, that's oh, do. that's exactly what he does. Yep, yeah, that's what nines do. They feel the room and then they adapt to whatever the room needs. I bet you a lot of comedians would be good at that. Yeah, I think you'd have to or yes. else you're not going to You're, you're not, not going to last You're going to keep saying the same thing over and over. So, okay. Are we going to, um, are we doing Will It Rock? Uh, not until we do 3v3. Oh, yeah. we're going to pick our, our... We're going to do an Enneagram draft and then we'll do a cage match and see who would win. Welcome to the party, pal. This is 3v3. Okay. Uh, picking, I know you wanted to skip it, but are I we talk picking about. people that have certain no. enneagrams or we're, t- we're picking, picking enneagrams? Picking the enneagrams. So okay. Three are going to go unpicked. 
Okay. Do you want to go first? You want me to? No, you go first. Okay, deal. I'll pick threes. I'll pick all threes. <laughs> nope, too late. I already picked them. No, legitimately. So it's a draft. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. It's a draft. Well, yeah. It's a draft. That's how drafts but work. You didn't Neil. sign any of them because you didn't draft. have the money. Too I was late. out working while you were over well, here. I have my salary caps <laughs> wide open because you're fired and I'm fired. I, I legitimately think threes get a lot of stuff done. Yes. Now, granted, they may, it may be dangerous. Yes, it could be dangerous because they'll start a bunch of stuff and then nobody's there to maintain it. Yeah. Um, that's where how, the how do you think we got up here on Mount Everest? I mean, it's we, very dangerous. It's very a little bit dangerous. Yep. Okay. I honestly, I, I think threes do they do get up, but they they have potential for uh, uh, to overwork. Yeah, absolutely. To, yeah, or to leave stuff because they find something new. They're one of the <laughs> negatives. Can they can be like, oh, cool, here's here, and then we'll leave it for a <laughs> year and a half hiatus, and then come back to season two. <laughs> um, so whenever uh, in my mind, I never left. Here's the deal: like we talk about drafts, if we talk about these enneagrams, there's no better or worse. Everybody has right, their yeah. strengths and, and weaknesses, but. I will say this, depending on if like, you can't have winners unless you're saying this is the goal. And goal of all these is to be healthy and happy and comfortable in who you are and understand the people you're around. However, if the goal was to, you know, win championships, become president, you know, lead in some way, very often the people you see as the leaders of your organizations are going to be ones, they're going to be threes, or they're going to be eights. Ones, threes, and eights are the most common you see. Mostly threes and eights. Threes will work themselves to the top. Eights will power themselves to the top with their decision. They, they're not, they, don't, they don't waffle on different decisions. They lean in and go to the top. So ones are very good, and they, they'll often rise to the top whenever they prove that they can you know, build a good plan, come up and like have a clear vision, execute in a nine month plan. They're the leaders you see that are like, here's our five year plans. Eights are going to be the ones that walk in the room and be like, no, yes, yes, no, yeah, no. Keep moving. And threes are going to be the ones that are like, all right, let's go build this right now. Come on, everybody. Let's no, build let's it go. until we have it. And then you hand it off to the three, hands it off to like a six who runs it. And the three moves on and, to something and they, else. And they, they figure out where, where is this unsafe? Where is this not going to work? Where do yep. we need to ensure exactly. this? Yeah. How do we make this a long-term plan? I think the goal out of all this is, and it's what, what helped me uh, going through some of this is knowing how you work with other people. Yes. I don't care really as much about me. I, um, I want to know, am I going to work well with this person? Not like, Hey, if I figure out you're not, you're not going to work well, then I'm not going to work with you. But at least it helps me know how to engage so that, oh, this is how they're hearing that. Yep. This is how they're going to respond to that. Yes. This is what their fear is. When you know that, it's very helpful. Yeah. And that, so like, for instance, I I'm, I am I don't feel strongly about some things. Like, I'm just like, I don't care. It's whatever you want. You know, I'll, I'll kind of go with the room. I'm pretty laid back in a, like all but four areas where I get super hype and obnoxious. <laughs> uh, but my wife, it. my wife is an eight. We should do Tyler's four things. I think we did that. It was we called pet have. peeves. Uh, <laughs> it was not planned. I got aggravated and we did pet peeves. Um, my wife is an eight. And after understanding this and looking into this, it's like eights don't like indecisive people. So Whenever Amanda's like, where do you want to go eat? I'm like, I don't care. It's up to you. And she's like, no, I don't just pick something. I'm like, it's up to you. I want you, I want you to be happy. I'm thinking I'm being kind. She gets frustrated mm -hmm. because she's just like, pick something. And now when I do pick something, she's like, I don't care. We can go anywhere you want. I'm like, all right, let's go to Tamales. She goes, no, I, I don't, don't want to go to go Tamales. There. Exactly. She's very there. decisive, but she has to hear yep. to know if she's right or wrong and right. what it is. So a lot of times I'll just be like, I, for me, it's frustrating. I'll be like, because I want to be right. I'm a three. I want to be right a lot. And yeah. so when I'm like, well, I want to go here. She's like, no, I don't want to go there. I was like, then why did you ask my opinion? <laughs> like, why do you care? So it's just understanding each other and that flow, I think can be super helpful. They don't necessarily know. So an eight doesn't necessarily know exactly what they want to be able to articulate it from a blank canvas. 
But if you give them a couple of waypoints like, hey, we're going this direction, they will tell you along the way what they like or don't like about it. And that can be frustrating to other personalities. You just have to know how to work back and forth with yeah. it. It becomes like a joke almost. Yes. Will so, it rock? Last segment to uh, bring this home, mm. you know, the exclamation point on every talk about Enneagrams is, will it rock? The question on everyone's mind, will it rock? answer is probably yes yes Dwayne the Rock Johnson how does he play into this topic what do you think he is if, if I didn't see the show notes <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would I have thought um, I honestly wondered if he would have been a three I thought he was too because he does so much right yeah he is just he's driven but then when you really look at so you wanted to sit, tell everybody what he actually is he's actually a seven which is the enthusiast with the wing eight so it makes is. sense uh, so listen to this it says people with the Enneagram type seven wing eight personality they identify most of the seven they tend to be enthusiastic determined protective in their behavior think about how many times Dwayne Johnson talks about how he only had $7 in his pocket, mm -hmm. but he wasn't going to lose. He got into a ring and beat himself up, whatever. They're, they are generally more tough and work-oriented than other seven types. So he's a seven that leans toward that opportunist. Yep. He's quick to make decisions, and he's also excited about it. Like, that's the thing. He's, I'll say this, of all, like, the big-name celebrities, like, people that... Can't not didn't come from social media into celebrity, but came from celebrity and then filtered into social media. Yeah, it's like him and Will Smith are the two best at it, and that makes sense because he, as a seven, would want to be enthusiastic about his projects, promote them. It's almost like you get that added benefit as opposed to if I'm, you know, an artist, which is a four, and I don't like to be out there. If you hire me to be in your movie, because there were a lot of actors as fours, if you hire him in your movie, they're yeah, not going to be on social media yeah. be like, hey guys, what's up? Welcome, come see my movie. They're just going to go in and be in your movie and then go to the next thing because they don't want to. Like, they're going to be Jesse Eisenberg and they're going to disappear in the middle of Wyoming or something. So, what's out there? I think, doesn't he live out there? <laughs> Kanye does. I think. Does he really? <laughs> I think he does. I thought he was Montana. No, he bought a bunch of land in Wyoming. That's right. That is Wyoming. Kanye. We uh, should explain Kanye. I'm just kidding. We already have. We really should. What's interesting is like you, you watch different interviews with actors and there are some. So, I would say, Dwayne Johnson does the press junket better than anybody. Oh yeah, he runs because that he thing. is he is like super excited about. It. Although I will say, if you've ever watched any of the press junkets with uh, with Dwayne Johnson, with Jack Black, and Kevin Hart, those are gold. Yeah, the three of them is incredible. Are uh, yeah, it's I would say magical. No, what? But, but they. Uh, what happens is you get some of these other actors who are out there. They don't even remember what movie they are talking about when yeah. they're on the the late night talk show circuit. They're, yeah, they're very like detached from it. They don't really care. I just want to go with my trailer. Where's my turkey bacon? Even Where's though it's my turkey? I say egg whites only. <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy. All right. Well, that's it. That's everything that's you would ever need to know. That about really is seriously. That's uh, that's that's what you need to know. There, there are uh, there's books out there. There are Instagram uh, accounts entirely devoted to posting different things about. Hey, this is for all you Enneagram Sevens out there. Yep. And uh, I would just say go go uh, go do some more research if you want to. Yeah. Uh, um. There's Don't one. Ask us. We told you everything we know. We know. We're out. <laughs> we're outies. Um. Actually. I do a um, I do a presentation at certain conferences and for different schools. It's a training called Enneagrams in Education. And so what I do is I talk about it from the perspective of how teachers can realize what they are, 
and what you know motivates them and how they run, but then also what their boss is, what their coworkers uh, are, and then especially yeah. what their students are. And so it's like That's if huge. you understand this well, you can put students into different groups and kind of build groups that have all the traits you would want in a group all together, or Working maybe together. pair them up in the right in the same numbers so that they're not frustrated because they're doing like the three is doing all the work, right. the eight is just sitting there spouting off orders, <laughs> and the the four is like hoping nobody calls on them. You know what I mean? That's amazing. So that's uh, yeah, like cool. it would help you teach better knowing yeah. how they learn. Uh, a book, if you want a book recommendation, uh, they call it, it's called The Road Back to You. Um, Ian Morgan, Ian Morgan Cash, something like that. I don't know. Uh, that's the name. Who cares? Just search the, I mean, I care. He's super. He's great. Um, but The Road Back to You is a book that I recommend. It's a good book if you want to learn more about this. And there's a ton of podcasts because Neil already said that. I don't know why I'm repeating myself. Thank you so much for coming to my TED Talk. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Explain Everything podcast. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Explain Everything Podcast. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but you're already here. We love you. No, actually, we're in love with you. (laughs) Thanks for coming on our TED Talk. Bye.